podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. What is interfering with your happiness or what is something that is preventing you from achieving your goals? We talk about mental health here on the podcast all the time. Laura and I have been honest and open about our anxiety and our struggles with it. I want to tell you guys about BetterHelp. BetterHelp is therapy made accessible. They'll assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. And you can start communicating within 48 hours. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone call sessions. And they're committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So let's say you're not feeling the therapist or you're not vibing with them. They make it so easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than those traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit betterhelp.com slash lunchboxchats. That's better, H-E-L-P slash lunchboxchats and join over the 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professionals. And there's a special offer for Lunchbox Chat listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash lunchboxchats. You support our podcast when you support our sponsor. What is up? You are listening to a brand new episode of the Lunchbox Chats. We're your hosts. I'm Laura. And I'm Esty. And we welcome you to a brand new week. Hi, everybody. Hi. How was everybody's holidays? Yes, we hope everybody had a very merry holiday, whatever holiday it is that you guys celebrate. Yeah, for sure. And we hope that Santa was good to all of you. Yes. Does everybody believe in Santa? I mean, for the sake of this episode, yes. Yes. I hope Santa was good to everybody. Um, and now can you believe like the last week of 2021? What? It's happening. It's happening. I can't believe it. We're entering the year of the water tiger. What's that mean? So in Chinese astrology, 2022 is a year of the water tiger and tigers are actually like a very like auspicious and lucky year. And the tiger, the water tiger specifically, it's all about like owning your own authority. So I'm kind of excited because I think with the way the state of the world and like nobody knows like where they're at, I think the year of the water tiger, like people are finally going to be like, you know what, like this is what I believe and I'm going to stop being swayed by all the bullshit. And like, this is what I stand for. I love that for us. I do too. And it's the water tiger supposed to be like very charming, very optimistic. So I have very high hopes for 2022. Yeah. Speaking of which, oh, wait, before we get into all of that, wait, because you said tiger and my head went everywhere. Did I tell you I saw (laughs) I saw the second season of Tiger King? Stop it. Laura, I wish I got that hour, two hours back of my life. Oh, my God. But he's not in it, right? No, yes, he is. He, they shot him from jail. Oh my god, is he like still crazy? I, I just, I don't even want to like shed light on it. I'm embarrassed, but I needed to like come here and tell everybody, like, do not watch it. It was a <laughs> waste of my hour, two hours of living. Like, I wish I could get it back. I, it was awful, awful, awful. I wonder how that works. Like, does he get paid 
for doing this? Like, do you get money while you're in prison? I don't know. I don't know how this works. I, I know that he's capitalizing on this for sure. And the marketing is, I, I, there's like merch and shit. Like, hello. I mean, they're, they have more merch than we do. <laughs> for real. Yeah. Speaking of, we have some t-shirts left. So if you guys want, go ahead, DM us over on Instagram and we'll get a t-shirt right over to you. Yes, absolutely. Um, But yeah, I, I don't know. When you said Tiger Water, I'm like, oh my God, I don't know <laughs> if I told her about it. No, no. I like, I'm not even going near Tiger King season two. Like season one just really... It was a lot for me. <laughs> it was a lot. Like, all you cute cats and kittens. That was, like, like, peak of COVID, right? That was literally... Isn't that crazy how, like, one minute you're high on the COVID train and, like, look, Omnicron or whatever, and Tiger King's not, like, on top of it anymore. Right? Like, it's, it's, a, it's pretty insane. Yeah, no. Everybody... It's just so crazy how Tiger King was literally the number one netflix series like that just goes to show how low we were feeling yeah i well i mean when you're quarantined and there's you have nothing to look forward to except for tiger king like everybody was talking about it yeah literally and i don't know if any of you have not watched it yet i would sit here and say like encourage you guys to watch it just to remind everybody of like how fortunate we are to have teeth um (laughs) to like take a clean shower like it's just it's a really humbling experience so i encourage you guys for to watch it to be the first season that is oh yeah definitely go watch the first season that is some wild fucking shit <laughs> wild is an understatement literally um but speaking of which uh netflix stuff um i've never watched so much tv in my entire life um so have you I mean, no, I don't watch TV like you've been watching TV. Literally every hour, Essie's on a new series, and I'm, like, like wasting away at my work desk, and I'm like, bitch, like, no, I'm fucking working. I don't have time to watch Emily in Paris right now. <laughs> but you're living your best life. I really am. Um, I, I don't know. I'm sure you guys could hear it. So I'm, I'm getting over a nasty-ass cold. I do not have COVID. I've tested multiple times. I don't have COVID, thank God. Um, so I it literally kicked my ass. So I've just been home watching Netflix like it's my job. Um, so I did watch Emily in Paris. And I, to my surprise, I won't get into it because Laura has yet to watch it. I, I actually like this season better than the first one. Shut up. Dead ass. Oh, my God. I cannot. I'm trying. You know, when you have series to watch, do you do this where it's like, you think of your life in the next few weeks and you think of, okay, when is going to be the most optimal time for me to watch this series? Like, when will I enjoy it the most? Or you kind of just don't think about anything. You just kind of start watching it. No, no, I, I do do that based on my mood. Yes, exactly. I really do. Like if I'm in a like good, happy mood, I'm going to watch something like you say, light and cheery is what Laura always says. But if I'm like, you know, just feeling it and like want to get into like hardcore documentaries and shit, then that's a different that's a different mood. But like, I'll be honest, like I've never wanted to go to Paris as much as I watched this season. And I've never wanted to go to Saint Tropez ever in my life up until watching the season. Oh, Central Bay is so nice. Yeah, like I want to go tomorrow. I'm not even kidding you, but like for real, the um again, I won't say much because you have to watch it and we have so much to recap on. But 
I just want to make it very clear that there is a burp. Yes, you heard me. A burp that happens in in one of the episodes that it's literally the loudest burp. Like, literally, I heard it all the way from New Jersey, from Paris. Oh, my God. Is it done intentionally? Um, I'm not sure. I was embarrassed for Emily. Um, literally embarrassed for her. And if that happened to me, I would have left his ass. But that's neither here nor there. But watch it. I really, oh, I can't wait for you. Uh, because last time you loved the first season. I fucking hate it. So I'm interested to see if you like it or not. Oh my God. I love the first season. That's why I cannot wait. It's just such like a fun show. I hope it's not like, you know, Sex in the City, like part two. Oh, uh, we'll get to that too. But oh, and the outfits, Laura, like, I actually like them. Like, I don't know who I became. Like, I don't know if because I was just not feeling myself that I was like, <laughs> oh my God, these outfits are not terrible. Like, I would never wear the colors that this girl wore, but like, it, they, I don't know. It, it just worked for her. And the only other thing, like, so besides the burp, I need you to focus on the fashion show. I've never seen a fashion show the way that this fashion show was presented. I, it, it was, it was epic. Oh my god, I cannot wait. I think I'm going to watch, start watching it on like New Year's. Actually, I don't know when I'm going to start watching it. Probably January 3rd. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> if I'm whatever. being honest. Yeah, no, that's fine. Just you have to watch it. But um, so that was good. What else have I been watching? Oh, you've been watching Selling Tampa because oh, I started yeah. watching it. Yes. Okay. So, okay. You tell me what you think. So I fucking love it so far. So, okay. So it's completely different than Selling Sunset. So basically Selling Tampa is kind of like a spinoff of Selling Sunset. It's about this all women run agency down in Tampa. And it's very interesting to see how the two groups sell so differently, right? Like it's two completely different companies But I love the Selling Tampa in that it's very honest. It's very real. And you could tell, like, my favorite thing is, like, when people support people. But I even love it even more, like, when women support other women. And although they get really, like, nasty with each other sometimes, at the end of the day, they always make up. They always make it nice. And they always support each other. And I can stand behind a show who does that. Whereas Selling Sunset... I feel like they're just really super petty. Like, especially this season. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I liked this season. But, like, compared to Selling Tampa, it kind of reminded me, like, oh, my God. These fucking girls are just so petty and, like, on the next level. Like, I don't know if I want to deal with them anymore. Mm. You didn't feel that way. No, I absolutely couldn't stand the show. Why? No. Um. Well, I already – I told you. So – Selling Sunset to me this season was awful. I, yeah. I, I but we already know that. Um, I and I disagree. I also uh, why I disagree is this. I thought that Selling Tampa was gonna be similar to Selling Sunset, so that was my fault. I thought it was gonna be like that, like uh, I guess more of like the real estate, the bougie house, like I and, and, and yes, it was like that in a way. But I feel again like. It just didn't focus on that. It, it focused on drama. Eight, yeah, the eight, nine females now. Like before, 
was selling uh sunset we were focusing on what five this is like eight nine girls like it's a lot and the only thing that was different that I thoroughly thought was much more impressive than selling Sunset is that these bitches actually had a big ass office, yes. a big ass meeting table that they all could sit at, sit out properly. That I was like, okay, they're doing it right in Tampa, but that's all they did right. I thought it was so ratchet. I thought it was so like not. It was not professional. I thought they were just so like you said, like. Yeah, they went at it, but they went at it with each other like in such a like low class way that yes. I was just like, I, I as as a female, if that was my company and like what you're trying to have your company stand for, I think it did the opposite. I don't think it was about women empower, empowering women and an all like obviously I, I in a in a male dominated kind of what she says um career yeah i i don't think that's true like i and if that's the case and that's what you're trying to focus on then why are you having uh, these women go at it with each other like and and in front of your clients like i i don't know i thought that was just so unprofessional i didn't think it was standing up for anything that she like wanted to and i felt like as a boss that you keep preaching and and that's another thing like if you have to go around to remind your 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 colleagues or your employees that you're a boss like there's something wrong like why do you need that all the time like to be like reminded you know that bothered me like just calm down like there's a reason why you need to be reminded of it like clearly you're not happy with something in your life that you need others to fulfill that for you but like relax i don't know i sherelle is that her name sheree sherelle sherelle like other than that i all the girls like colony i i can't like i think that she's she's and and, hold on go back to the shelf for a second all the girls not only i felt try to step on one another to be a better version for sherelle sherelle yeah sherelle um but then like didn't do anything like did any of them sell a house in the whole season so that's where i was confused (laughs) i don't understand so okay and that's like the big difference right so you have the oppenheimer group who's the number one selling agency i don't i think he said like in the country or in california and then you have this group who's actually pretty new right and you know we're used to like selling sunset where they're selling fucking like 14 million 20 million dollar houses and their commissions are insane but then you have selling tampa where they're selling like a one million dollar house right so like it's a little different but nobody's really selling houses nobody not not one of them sold a house in the whole season yeah and so and then you're firing people because they're not bringing it your whole agency didn't bring it why are we firing just one person i i don't understand it i didn't like it i understand it i don't i hope it doesn't get renewed because it's just a waste of again hour of my oh no it was more than an hour that i watched it it was just stupid i don't know i i agree with the whole professionalism. I don't think they were professional at their fucking open houses at all. Oh my God. Awful. But I think that there was more support, more genuine support, even though they had their stupid, petty, like ratchet fights. I think there was more genuine support for women in this show for each other than there is in selling sunset. Genuine support. I mean, I think the time span of them reconciling, yeah, was significantly shorter, but that's it. Yeah. And also, like, 
what I, I guess what I like with both shows is like that separation of like emotion and business. So like something like they said in this show where it's like, they're very quickly able to separate like business is business at the end of the day. And that has nothing to do with friendship relationship, like nothing. And I like, I like, I learned so much from these women. Like you have no idea, but I don't know. I liked it. Like I like the dynamic of the group. I think they're a starter group and not like they don't have like maybe a lot of experience like in the industry, like Alexis, Alexis needs to get fired for sure. All, all of them. Well, no, not all of them. I, so, again, I like Anne. I really like Anne. Yeah, I liked Anne. Colony, I want to throw out in the throw out. I want Colony. Out. Yeah, Colony. I, although I loved Cho, like she brought in like such handsome clients. Oh my God, gorgeous. So, th- another thing, I, I, okay, so I respect Rena. And this is why. Yes. Okay, yes. this is why. I think she stands for not only herself, but for what she brings to the table, which I feel the agency lacks. So hear me out why I say this, right? If in less than a year, this agency has been, like you said, it's an up and coming group. Less than a year, year, the Sherelle has um, changed the commission price twice. Yeah. Okay. Now, listen, I've owned my own business before. In less than a year, if you got to change prices, that says more about your company than it does about what you're putting out there. So what Rena is trying to say is like, well, what the hell? Like, this has happened twice. You didn't even consult us to give us like, you know, a heads up. You're just throwing this at us if you like it's either you like it or keep it moving. Like what? Like, I, I don't I, again, as a as a, a boss, as you will, because she keeps freaking repeating herself like. I don't, you have no respect for who you have working for you like you just throw it at them and just like okay so sell more but no one's selling so what do you want them to do like, but i think that was part of the price increase because nobody's fucking selling she but, needs to increase the price but that's what i'm saying like what is that again what that says more about your company that's what i'm trying to say like so do something different like what what are you doing you have yeah. somebody that's in your shadow, literally, who wants to be your, you want to be your clone, which you love, and you love that she like is at your yes. back and call. Like that's really it. That's all you're loving out of this, and that your man is Chad Ocho Cinco. That's it. That's all you got. Yeah, I mean, I saw that too. Like Joanna, like she loved that Joanna. I think that's how you say her name. I don't know. That's why I wasn't saying because I want to butcher <laughs> it. But all you. Yeah, I like she loved that. Like she was literally up her ass the entire time. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I think the show has potential. I what I also didn't like. You know who I really highly disliked who gave me the worst vibes ever where I almost turned off the TV the people who bought the house in Miami oh my god that couple yeah for the hair product right yo I will never buy their hair products like no why do they bother you so much because I feel like they were just so like First of all, their daughter was really fucking obnoxious. Like, she's 10 years old saying, like, this house isn't, like, big enough. Like, you're 10. Are you fucking for real? Like, I'm sorry. I'm not a parent. But if my child at 10 years old, if I were to be a parent one day, and my child at 10 years old is going around saying this house isn't big enough or, like, I need a bigger closet, I will literally come to USC and be like, I have failed as a fucking parent. 
Because it's just like, are you? I was taken aback by like the entire situation. Like, that's not cute. Like, you're not parenting well. Like, and not even like in a, oh, the child like wants more, thinks she deserves more. It was from like a like very unhumble way. And I just felt like they were just not humble. They tried to be this like vibe where they were like cool and light and whatever, but it was just red flag, bad vibe all over. Yeah, that, my dear, is what you call when your kids are raised by the nanny. Ooh, yes, very true. And, like, how do you have a horse at 10 years old? I don't, I don't know. I I mean, good for you, but, like, I don't know. She'd rather, yeah, but she'd rather had a horse. No, no, I'm sorry. She wanted, the daughter wanted a horse in the backyard with the pool. Yeah. (laughs) those those were her standards i'm like and that was an option and she was granted that like what i just can't like i like if that's not 2021 i don't know what the fuck is right that's like nuni being like no ma i want like you know a casper mattress instead of this but like the dog one that (laughs) i have this like like, pet smart yeah like fuck off like import my bed from paris right like and i'd be like nuni not happening girl yeah, no, I don't know. Bad vibes. But the show has potential. I feel like they definitely need to step it up as an agency. But I don't know. I guess selling real estate must be really hard. And like, that's another thing is like, how is this? Again, they're a year deep. And like, how do they have like, again, th- I know this sounds so fucked up and come at me for this. It's fine. Whatever. Like, I, sh- who do they know to get a- to get a show on Netflix in one year in? Chad Ochocinco. That's what I was going to say. I mean, it's all about who you know, right? Right, that's true. 100%. Like, I mean, I don't know. Very, very good question. And who can we know to get our own show? Even better question. Like, kudos to them. I want those same connections. Yeah, I guess. I mean, we're two years into the podcast. I mean, fuck. Yeah, can we get, like, somebody out there? For real. (laughs) Um, But what else have you been watching? Um, so the only reason I've been watching this is because Essie told me that I had to watch it and it's the next two episodes of And Just Like That. Oh, okay. That's right. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. You guys actually listened. I can't even believe it. Yes. And I have to say in typical Essie manner, like just when I'm about to like give up on life, she's just like, no, just give it like one more try. And I always do. And just like that. That was good. And just like that, another try. And I have to say, I like it better than episodes one and two. Same. It's like a completely different vibe. Yeah. Or maybe we just got so you like episode one and two were just so horrific that like anything is good now. Um, okay, so I lied. I think one and two were horrific. Two was eh, four is so much better. Three was and four was so much better. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Yeah. So, um, okay, the new girl, I love her. Seema, she's obviously replacing Samantha. Like, that same vibe. What's her her real name? name? And her name is Seema, Samantha, like, really sex in the city. Oh, I didn't even put that together. Yeah, totally. Yeah, but what's her name in real life? Like, why do I know her? Oh, I don't know. I've never seen her before. Really? She has great fucking lips, though. Really? She's on, like, so many things. What do you mean? I don't know. I've never seen her. Oh, so weird. Anyway, I love her. I think that she's a great um, addition to the cast. 
Um, yes. It's become more real. It's become, like, more realistic. Yeah. Um, so, uh, with all due respect, I think Carrie's a cunt. Yes, I 100% agree. Like, back off of Charlotte. Yeah, like, you, you, what, and what was that thing that they called? Halt? Oh, my God, I wanted to ask you. So, you never make a decision when you're halt. Hungry, angry, uh, what's that? I don't L? know. I don't lazy. Isn't it you, LT? No, it hungry, angry, lazy, tired. No, I, don't, I forgot no. what the L is. No, I, but yeah, but I never heard of that before. I thought it's so weird when they said it. I'm like, SC has definitely heard of this, and I have to ask her. No, no, I mean, obviously, the grief, like the grieving period, and like the process to that, but like, no, I never heard of that. But like, I think she should have sold that thing from the jump. Like, the fact that she kept her other apartment, there's a reason. I mean, first of all, let's talk real estate. You don't get rid of an apartment like that in New York City, ever. What do you mean? It's just good real estate. Wait, the new one or her old one? The old one. I would Wait, never sell it. Oh, see, I... Okay, so, the, the, thank you. We need to talk about this. Okay, so I don't... And you, that's why today when I told you I have to go back and watch the other sex in the city because I don't remember. So then I went back and because this is what I've been doing, you guys. So I went back and watched it. So she kept her old apartment. And if you if you remember in the movie of Sex in the City, when her and Big were like going at it, like she would go to write and like get away. And then like he would yes. go for like, remember that episode or an episode in the movie when he's like, I'll get away for two days and then like five days will be. And then she's like, that's not marriage. Like you don't need five days with me. And then like a break for me. And she, he's like, but who he's like, we're not like other people. Like every marriage is different, blah, blah, blah. Remember that whole thing? Yes. Okay. So like, is that real life? What do you mean? Like, so she kept that old apartment to get away for her and big to get away separately yeah i think that's fine so okay but and that's yeah to each its own but like is that real life like meaning so instead of capitalizing and using it as an airbnb or a rental like you're just gonna use it for that like i don't know i just feel like the whole especially how they're both like into their finances and so successful what they did and like I just thought it was very bizarre. And then, like, this whole time now, like, she's now going to sell the apartment with her she had with Big to, and then stay in her old one. So, like, what was it, a backup plan from the jump? Like, I don't know. Well, no, you kind of need to think of it like <laughs> Carrie's a writer, right? So, you know, like, you have an office that you go to. Big had an office that he went to. She didn't have an office. So it's kind of like the apartment was her office, and, you know, you do need a break from everybody in your life sometimes. And she, that was kind of like her own space. And I think her and Big's apartment, first of all, like, he died in it. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think I would be able to live there either. Like, it reminds her of, like, everything him. And it almost like her apartment, it's kind of like the beginning of not only her and Big, but like, it's her life too. So I think I would literally do the same exact thing. Interesting. Yeah, like I, I would never sell that apartment either. But I would have definitely, I mean, if I was a writer, I would if and I had the means, I would definitely use it as my office. But if I didn't have the means, I definitely 
uh, like Airbnb or rent it out for sure. Yeah. And her realtor is just on a different level. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> and like their friendship is weird. Weird. It's so awkward. And the way she like went off on her over the fucking picture frame, like calm down. I mean, she's obviously having like a psychotic break. Oh, 100%. But um, I think Miranda is like, She's one, not well. Yeah, one episode away from having a mental breakdown, tripping and falling into someone's vagina. Um, or down a bottle of Tito's. Um, yeah, that too. And Charlotte, I love her. I always loved her. I do her. too. I've always loved her. You know, the first two episodes, I thought she was like a little too much, where it was like, okay, like chill. I mean, I still think she's a little too much, but that's also her character. Yeah. But um, I love how she sort of at dinner with her new friend, she kind of just like went killed into this. It. She killed it. She went into this total like boss bitch mode where she's just like, but in the nicest way possible. You know, she like schooled the mother-in-law in a very like elegant way. And I yeah. love that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh- before actually it just like reminded me, so there have been some people this week that <laughs> have reached out to me and have told me that I was a little bit aggressive on last week's podcast pertaining to getting older, like how I portrayed middle-aged women. And I really just wanted to apologize and say that I guess I didn't come off the way I wanted to in my head and I might have made it sound like middle-aged women sucks and like you know they don't deserve love or they don't deserve anything and that's not at all how I meant it I meant that I think being middle-aged is actually like really like such a great thing and I'm surrounded by so many like middle-aged women and I'm like oh my god they're so powerful and they're so amazing and what is portrayed on tv isn't equivalent to what I actually live in real life. And of course, like everybody deserves love and whatever they want at whatever age. So if I came across any type of way, I do apologize. And I did not mean it like that because I actually like my whole job is really surrounded by middle-aged women. And they're just like the most amazing like unapologetic women that I've ever met in my life and I I look up to them so I'm sorry if I came off a certain type of way that's not at all how I meant it and but I will say like aging does scare me and then maybe like that was projected onto the way I portrayed everything but that's a whole different podcast thank you for those of you who had my back I appreciate it Yes, like I didn't mean to like make ST sound old or that, you know, <clears throat> going into menopause was like any type of thing. Like, obviously, it's part of the aging process, but no, it's it, fine. It's fine. It scares me. Like, I'm actually like scared for it. I'm aging with Grays, um, even though apparently, you guys, 37 makes Laura want to vomit. <laughs> And at 40, I'm menopausing. But but it's okay. Like, we now have yeah. two episodes of her saying that and then the aftermath of it all. So I appreciate for those of you who had my back. Yes. Um, and just because you're getting older and going into these transitional states doesn't mean that you're dying or that your life is over. But again, uh, okay. 
So don't say those things and say, but no, who's transitioning? I'm not transitioning. <laughs> no, not you. I'm talking For about For fuck's like, sake. Not you. Oh my God. I'm just making clear like my message from last week. Like I didn't mean to come at middle age. It's just very daunting to me. But like with all due respect, like how are your late 30s? And like, is 37 really late? Yeah. I think like 38, 39, 40. I see. 40 is not your late 30s. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just saying, I'm sorry. 38, 39. No, it's 37, 38, 39. Okay, okay that's, that's your opinion. My opinion is 38, 39. Um, but like, why is that like middle age? Why do you define that as middle age? No, I would say, mi- well, yeah, I think like 40 is middle age. Because that's literally life expectancies. What, like eighty? I don't. According to who? <laughs> Statistics. To you, but that's what was, these are your opinions. Okay, like, I'm gonna Google. Hold on, I gotta write this down. What is the average life expectancy in the United States of America in 2021? Okay, do that and let. What is let average life? I need like a computer next to me. Same, because I can't get off of this because we're gonna lose the whole episode. Exactly. So I'm gonna Google it. I'm just average age i'm thinking like 80 84 so middle age would be 40 yeah but but people are living now to like 115 <laughs> i'm just I, saying i mean honestly so then middle age would be 50 too i'm just saying like your definition of things may be a little dramatic but, and that's fine and i appreciate you saying that you're projecting because I felt a little attacked. I'm not going to lie. I communicated that with you. You continue to insult me, <laughs> but that, you know, it is what it is. Um, so again, thank you for your, those chatters who like had my back and like, you know, who also felt some type of way who had to talk to you about it because clearly me telling you how I felt meant nothing. But like I, my opinion or my definition of late thirties is 37. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, see? I, maybe, slip. maybe, no, maybe it is 37 because 35 isn't technically mid so then i guess 36 would be late 30s too mm, so 35 36 is mid according then, to laura no according to like math that we learned in like seventh grade i the okay you can't even remember what you ate yesterday for breakfast <laughs> and you're gonna remember what you learned in math class yes Stop. i was very good at math Oh, my God. No, but now that we're talking about it loud, so, yeah, maybe mid-30s is 35, 36. Yeah, for sure. And then, like, okay, I could, now, if I'm talking about it, I have to talk about things out loud. Yeah, so maybe maybe 37 is, okay. Yeah, it's, like, your, your late 30s. And that's definitely a podcast, like, we should definitely have because I have so many um, questions about this. Like, what? What do you mean? Just, like, you know, getting older. Like, a lot of, like, and I would love to, like, shoot the shit with you and see, like, if you have any hesitations or any, like, concerns about getting older, you know? I mean, I'm in constant fear of my sciatica, like, giving out on me. So that's something to look forward to. Yeah, like, I'd love to get a bunch of you know, women who are a little bit older than us, like on the podcast and like we can sort of just like shoot the shit with them and kind of get their like opinions on everything. Have like a board. 
Okay, as long as you don't offend them, like you offended me. Uh, I mean, I'll try. I, I really, I'm sorry, guys. Like, I didn't mean to offend anybody. Like, I think all women are fucking amazing. So I, I'm sorry. I totally projected my shit onto last week's episode. Anyway, um, moving forward. So before we wrap it up, and this is our last episode of the 2021 of the year. Oh my god. Wait, uh, stop. Yes, it is. Yeah. So before we wrap it up, Laura and I want to talk about our resolutions going into 2022. Obviously, like typical. Um, but like it wouldn't be like I guess it's like it wouldn't be 2021 if we didn't have something to say about 2022. I agree with what Laura said a couple weeks ago, which she probably doesn't remember, um, about how like everyone said that 2021 was this our year and we like hyped it up. I for me, as far as the resolution, like I don't want to hype up 2022 because I don't want to be disappointed. But I do. All I want to say is like, I just want it to be like a healthy and safe year for everybody. Um, and my resolution dead ass is to be more healthy. <clears throat> I love that. And like what in what terms? Like healthier how? Everything. And like my mindset and my exercise regimen and like what I'm consuming for eating and like what I, the people I have around me. I love that. I love that for you. Thank you. Yeah. I, I really want to focus more on that. Um, and just, and, and, and like side note for that and like healthy too, in like our podcast, um, I think to moving forward who we're having on, I think we're making more strategic moves. I think we're making these moves to prosper obviously. And I think like, the moves that we've made so far has gotten to where we're at. And I love that for us. And I could only see us going forward. Yes, girl. Yes. What about you? So I've been thinking about this a lot. I've been like reflecting on this shit show of a fucking year. <laughs> and my big thing for 2022 is I have like two things. One, I really want to lean into more like trusting myself um like really really trusting myself because I find like I have a lot of areas in my life where I still don't trust myself completely so I want to like lean into that and in order to do that I need to like start playing a bigger game for myself or like I guess like the result of that will be like playing a bigger game and what that looks like is I feel that I've been playing really small in the game of life for myself like in the last few years and that's honestly because I've been doing like a lot of not playing small I've just been like doing a lot of like internal reflection and work and like you know just like kind of shifting my mindset I feel like in 2022 it's time for fucking action. It's time for Laura to like actually step up to the plate and now start putting into motion all of the things that I've been thinking about because I don't want to say like I'm tired of myself, but I'm like tired of myself. Yes, I'm tired of myself. Like I want to like, I want to play big now and it's like my time to shine, LBC's time to shine, like time to step up to the plate and like just take fucking action and just do it and see where it all takes me without like any fear and I think a lot of that goes into learning how to trust myself trust my 
intuition, trust my decisions, and just understand that I always know where the fuck I'm going. And I'm, I'm going to show up this year. So that's my big goal for 2022. And I have a lot of personal things that I want to do a lot of professional things. And I'm just I'm here for myself. And that's 2022 for me. I love that. Yeah, I'm playing big, like no more playing fucking small, like I'm done. Like if people in fucking selling Sunset and selling Tampa can sell $14 million apartments, we can do it. Yeah. Or, you know, so it's just like no more. I love that. Yeah, putting myself like out there and like just really showing up for myself in a way that I never had before because I fucking deserve it. 100%. Yes, girl. And I think even putting that out here on on LBC and out into the universe, I think that's a huge step for you. It's it's huge because it holds me accountable. Mm. Yeah. And I was like... I realized like I don't like to share a lot of myself and I was like oh it's because I'm a private person yes but part of that is also because I didn't want to be held accountable for what for my actions right I didn't want to be held accountable for my words and now it's like no like this is at the cost of my dreams now like this is not okay for me anymore and I'm done so I'm stepping up and I'm showing up love that Yes, we are excited for 2022. Yes, and as always, you guys, we could not have made it to through 2021 without you guys and your continued support. So thank you. Yeah, I think it's safe to say that we're both grateful for this podcast, for our chatters, for our sponsorships like for everything for every single episode that we have done together for every single person that we've spoken to it's been such a great journey yeah for sure absolutely let's see tell our chatters where they can find us so i'm gonna switch it up um i don't know i just figured for the last episode of the year um instead of going through my list i'm gonna say that you can find us on every platform where you can listen to a podcast because we are that popular. Um, so go ahead and listen to us on all those platforms as well as our Instagram page at Lunchbox Chats and our Facebook page, The Lunchbox Chats, where you can always rate, review, and subscribe. And until next year. Bye, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.